Blog Talk Radio. Hello, Nats Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball, coming to you after the Nationals drop a 5-1, no matter what it says in the URL of our story, decision to the Miami Marlins, who are in a split of the four-game set in D.C. They will start with the Marlins starter on the mound, Jose Fernandez, 4-0, 1.05 ERA, 162, 252, 232 line against, and 42 and a third inning pitch versus the Nats before today. Four and two, three five four ERA, two four nine FIP, twelve point two nine K per nine, which is up over thirteen, I think now. Four point four three walks per nine and forty and two thirds innings is pitched on the uh, innings pitched on the year this year. Two to one after uh, Ryan Zimmerman's inside the park home run. He comes back after that though, strikes out ten of the last fifteen batters he faces, eleven Ks total. Went over a hundred pitches in a solid effort there, but uh, where did he go? Total. 117 total, they left him in there because he didn't really have to struggle too much on the mound, but just a dominant performance from him. Good to see him coming back so strong. Wish he wasn't doing it against the Nationals. Yeah, this just in, uh, Fernandez is still a pretty good pitcher. Um, <laughs> it, it's funny, I, I listened to the first half of this game as I was driving, um, listening to Charlie and Dave on the radio, and as they were going through their, their preview for the game, they were talking about Fernandez and how he was only averaging five and two-thirds innings and um, wasn't pitching deep into games, and his pitch counts were getting run up. He was has three and two counts to 25% of his batters face this game, and I'm thinking to myself, here we go. The Nats are going to scratch out a couple of hits and are going to get dominated today, and that's essentially what happened. I mean, he went out there and uh, pitched a great game, and, and the Nats uh, – um, gave Joe Ross very little support offensively or defensively, and uh, Fernandez just came out and uh, and just really took it to the Nats today. So, guys, uh, he was just dominant on the mound there, especially towards the end, as I mentioned, strikeouts from 10 of the last 15. After that uh, inside-the-park home run, little league home run, whatever you want to call it, by Zimmerman, uh, Fernandez just really bared down on the Nationals and kind of dominated them going forward there. Uh, they put up a little bit of a fight at the end, but not much from the Nationals in the last two games as they drop two and earn a or well not earn, but end up with a split of the four game set with the fish. Yeah, uh the Nets couldn't really seem to put together much against Fernandez, who as we have noted previously, is a pretty good picture, even uh even before <laughs> you have Charlie and Dave chinksing the heck out of you on uh, on the pregame program. Uh they were trying to work longer counts and this this seems to result mostly in strikeouts, uh, so not not much help there. Even even the inside of the Parker, which wasn't really a little league home run, because according to well researched articles, a little league home run requires two errors, or else it's just you know good luck. And and there were no errors on that place. That's legit inside the Parker, just like Michael A. Taylor should have been last year when it bounced over Cespedes' glove. But uh, I'm I'm digressing because I'd rather do that than than talk about this horrific snoozer of a ball game that, uh, as as we were talking about before the show, these last two games have started to make me hate baseball. (laughs) Dave, uh, we talked the other night about the fact that the Nationals have kind of held Giancarlo Stanton in check throughout most of this series. He can't come through one for four today, but that home run is a big one, opposite field all the way to right just powers one out there and just really a nice display of the kind of power this guy brings there. It looks like a fly ball and just keeps on going, soars over Harper's head and into the right field bullpen, just a big blast by him. I do believe that's his 
uh, 16th home run and 194 uh, career plate appearances in Nationals Park, and it was another impressive one by him. Yeah, you know, and you said it right. You know, when I was watching the, the highlight from that, it literally looked like a fly ball off the end of the bat, but he's a big, strong dude <laughs> and and got enough of it to get it out there over Harper and into the bullpen. Um, you know, the Marlins have some very interesting players to watch. It's a shame that they don't have enough talent to surround them to make them really uh, any more interesting as a team than they are. I mean, you, you know, Stanton, obviously, um, Ozuna's pretty good in center. Um, you know, they've, they've got a couple of good pitchers there and, um, you know, they're just, they're just, you know, they're like, you know, like I'm holding my fingers like a quarter inch apart here, that close to being actually a pretty decent team. But, um, you know, they're just, they're not deep enough starting and they don't have enough, um, you know, offense top to bottom. But yeah, anytime Stanton comes to bat, uh, he's got a chance to take one out, especially in Nats Park. And it's really, it's really kind of silly just the, 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 the type and, and damage, um, the type of and damage he does to the Nats uh, every time they play here. Luckily for the Marlins, uh, as we mentioned, there's a collision on that Zim inside the park home run. Ozuna and uh, Stanton, two big guys to be colliding out there, too, ran into each other, let the ball drop. Uh, Stanton hit really hard off the scoreboard, too, which was it looked bad. I, I was kind of surprised they both got up, but luckily for them, they did. Luckily, unluckily for Joe Ross, he, his defense didn't help him much, much today either. Went into this start 1-0, a 0.84 ERA, 222, 300, 333 line versus the Marlins in his career. Coming off his roughest start so far, uh, eight hits, five earned runs, and six innings versus the Cubs in Wrigley Field, 3-2, 229 ERA, 303 FIP, 6.88 K for 9, 2.80 walks for 9 so far this season. But back-to-back singles start the third. He gets two outs, but uh, the third out, what should be the third out, is a pop to second. Stephen Drew in there because Daniel Murphy's out with an illness today, just loses it in the sun, drops it, 2 nothing there, two-run score on the missed pop. I guess it's not actually an error because he didn't touch it. But did he touch it? Did they give him an error? I have to look at the scoreboard they for that. They gave him an error. They gave him an error, and he deserved it, even though it was mostly due to the sun. Uh, then we mentioned Giancarlo Stanton, the first pitch slider to right in the sixth, three to one at that point, two more on a Jose Fernandez single. Uh, Joe Rush just leaves one up at the end there. Fernandez makes him pay for it, five to one when he leaves the game. Uh, second start in a row, Ross wasn't particularly sharp, which is kind of surprising at the start. His slider looked really filthy, and he was going strong for a while there, but the defense hurts him, and he ends up giving up a two-run shot to the pitcher there. That really hurt in the end. Yeah, uh Ross was, was getting no help from the from the defense, as you pointed out, although that was really that one critical misplay behind him. Uh, but can you imagine how many more runs would have scored if it was Murphy out there with his iron glove? Oh, my goodness. Probably Prado would have gone all the way around, and there would have been two inside the parkers, and that would have been a legit little league inside the park home run. Uh, you know, this, this, this is one of those things. Uh, as, as aggravating and smashingly awful as it is to see a, an easy play flubbed like that. You know, there, there's a reason why when you do the math, you know, the infield flies only count for 99% out, not 100% out, because there's always that one time in 100 something crazy happens like tonight. Uh, and what can you do about that? But Ross didn't do himself any favors either. Uh, Stanton's a, a, a tough guy to get past, but the uh, Nats have been getting past him pretty much for the last three games in a row, uh, except for in the sixth here. 
Uh, he gets one, gives it a ride, pokes it the other way. Made it look a little bit like that uh, home run Ramos got center the other day that looked like it was, if there's a, such a thing as a bloop home run, I think these, these both sort of qualify as that. They really didn't look like they, they had it, but that somehow just kept carrying into the wind and went out. So I, I uh, and and not getting Fernandez out, who also, to his credit, is a decent hitter. Uh, I was going to say for a pitcher, but then I'm thinking of the batting averages up and down the Nats lineup among position players. <laughs> he he could probably be batting fifth uh, if if he were a starter for the Nats. Uh, you know, he's he's uh, not not a tough out, but not uh, an automatic out. And uh, Ross just didn't didn't pitch him tough enough. You know he likes to swing the bat, and he's got uh, got a reasonable amount of bat speed. And you miss your spot, he's going to make you pay. And he did it to the tune of two runs. So you you can pick any one or two mistakes. The Nats still would have lost this game uh, because just putting up one run in this uh, in this situation not going to do it. And really, there should be an asterisk next next to that, and it should be half a run. <laughs> As you mentioned that, I'm looking it up in the box score. He does have a 286 average, Jose Fernandez, that is, after going one for one with two RBIs today, 286 average on the year. So he is a pretty good hitter. And if you give him something that meaty to hit, he's certainly going to hit it. But uh, Dave Doghouse mentioned Wilson Ramos in there quickly at home run the other day. But uh, you surprised at all? They put him back-to-back in the doubleheader yesterday and then come back, and it's day game after a night game today. Uh, Dusty Baker joked on Friday before the game that Ramos was a little upset that he wasn't uh, catching uh, Gio Gonzalez that night. Jose Lobaton, the not his personal catcher, personal catcher, got to start there. And then they go three in a row with Ramos here. I mean, he's absolutely killing the ball. One for four today, uh, three Ks. So, I, of course, I say that right before he has three Ks on the day. But still a 350 average on the year. Are you surprised at all or worried that they might uh, tire him out playing him this much three in a row in two days? I'm frankly shocked um, that he would catch both ends of the doubleheader and then the day game on Sunday. It's just, it's, it's irresponsible really. I mean, this is a guy that, that you're depending on for offense and you're going to have to depend on for offense all season long. He obviously, um, the, the LASIK surgery that he had is making a big difference in how he's seeing the ball at the plate. You know, anecdotally it's helping him on defense as well. He's, he's made a couple of plays catching balls coming in from the outfield. So, um, you know, you have to be happy with what he's doing all the way around. And then they go and they play him, you know, 27 innings in 24 hours. I just think it's um, I think it's irresponsible, frankly, that, that you have your starting catcher play that much over a two-day period like that. So, I guess, looking at the big picture here, you got a day off on Monday, Tuesday night, Max Scherzer against Noah Syndergaard, City Field, first game of a three-game set with the Mets. Uh, the Nationals currently in first place at 23 and 15, a half game over the Philadelphia Phillies. That is correct. That's <laughs> ridiculous. One game, one game back at 21 and 15, the upstart Phillies, the winners of three straight before today. I didn't see what they did today, but 22 and 15 on the year. Uh, it's middle of May, it's hard to say this, but yes, this is a big series going into City Field for three with the Mets. Well, we we knew this coming into the season that uh, we we got two good teams with with strong rotations, uh, questionable but seemingly uh, functional functional bullpens, and uh, streaky but potentially very productive lineups. 
and that's more or less what we've seen out of the season so far. You know, they're they're going to make meat for the most part out of the weaker teams in the league, and it's going to come down to the head-to-head matchups. So this is going to be a big series, and every one of the other five series that the Nats and Mets are going to play are all going to be big series. They're all going to be the biggest series of the season so far, uh, you know, until <laughs> you know one team is mathematically eliminated. So get get used to it, folks. Every game's going to be a big one coming up, and uh, every, every one of the ones that follows is going to be a big one because this this is going to be the sorting between the Nats and the Mets is how they play each other head to head. Yeah, Nashville's twenty three and fifteen, Philly twenty two and fifteen, New York twenty one and fifteen, Miami twenty and seventeen, and then you have the Braves nine and twenty six. Poor Braves, it's going to be a tough couple of years. I do like what they're doing, rebuilding there, and. Speaking of rebuilding a franchise, Dave, you weren't on last night, so we didn't get to get your take on uh, Mike Rizzo. They picked up his, or whatever you want to say, exercise, his two-year option, keep him in here through 217 and 2017 and 2018. Are you surprised at all they didn't agree on a long-term deal? Do you think two years for a GM is enough and you work something out after that once you figure out what he does with Bryce Harper? Or uh, are you just happy that the Nationals exercised the option, didn't wait until the very last minute to do it with that June 15th deadline approaching? No, I'm, I'm happy that they picked up the option. Um, I'm not surprised that they didn't hammer out a long-term deal. I think that uh, um, I think that the Lerner family uh, kind of looks on their front office staff as, as not quite hired help, but uh, um, you know, come as you as you go type of thing. So, um, you know, I, I think that that everybody's happy with with the arrangement right now. Obviously, you would think that Ruza would want a longer-term deal, but um, but he earned the extension. Um, you know, a lot of some of the things that the Nats have been able to do have kind of dropped him to his hands. Obviously, with with Strasburg and Harper being drafted back to back, but uh, but he's made some very savvy deals. He's uh, made some uh, interesting, uh, you know, free agent pickups. Not just um, big names because they really don't go after big names on the free agent market, but um, able to supplement uh, his his playing staff. Um, where he's been able to do it. So I certainly think he's earned the extension. Um, I do think that he's got his work ahead of him with Harper, but, um, uh, you know, the quotes that came out of the, the Strasburg press conferences about the way that they're managing their money lead me to believe that they would like to get a Harper deal done. So, yeah, obviously this is the next big big thing on his plate. And there's some interesting quotes from uh... – Scott Morris as well, uh, as for what the Strasburg deal meant for a potential Harper deal down the road. I don't have it in front of me, but he essentially said that putting together a good team and showing willingness willingness to keep a competitive team on the field and pay your players is a good sign going forward. So that's about as far as he would go. Uh, Nats Nightly, that's it for tonight. Sponsored by federalbaseball.com. A nice day off for everyone after two sleep-inducing games to end this series. So everyone get a, get a rest. This is going to be a big series on Tuesday night in New York, Scherzer versus Syndergaard, as I noticed that I spelled it wrong in the preview for the show, but whatever. Nats Knightley signing off for the night. No more mistakes for today. I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> Talk to you guys then. <laughs>